Alrighty guys, uh, we already live. There's a couple, like there's a little bit of a delay with our second guy, uh, Wolf Dragoon. He's still coming, like he's burning home from uh, from work, <laughs> and he has to join the Discord and stuff. But yeah, uh, welcome everyone, and uh, thanks for coming on a second time, Starfleet Commander. But also not aware, uh, main FC of Volta. Also, like you're probably also the FC for the AT team, which is coming up, or like AT, uh, what is it called? Alliance. I'd say, I'd say, uh, I'm not actually, I'd say that someone else, like Annie Garden, uh, is like taking control of that. The A, it's, the, it's actually the a AO, that's what it is, it's the Alliance mm -hmm. Open, because they couldn't, they weren't allowed to use the name, apparently. Um, but uh, no, yeah, he's, I captain the team, but he's basically running it, running it this year because we're really busy on TQ, so. Oh, so wait a second. Wolf's Dragoon is uh, running the uh, the AO. No, so no, no. Annie is, which is he's not here. He's not on the stream. Oh. They're still they're still training right now. I just bailed training to come here. Uh, uh, but so he's the one that's kind of uh, taking a lead on the uh, the practicing side. But Wolf's Dragoon, who will be here soon, he's like another FC uh, who's actually really new to to my alliance and a bit our our group. And he joined like. I don't know four months ago, five months ago, with his corp. So hey, and they guys, came from try, yeah. You guys had a little bit of an up, up and down kind of thing going on in the last, I would say, year, right? Yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a bit challenging for us, um, uh, just in general, because our like gameplay completely changed, and uh, you know, Thera was great, but then it kind of wasn't great because uh, of a lot of various changes to the meta and. To like null second everything, uh, so we we're kind of stuck in a place where it was really difficult for us to get kills in null sec. You know, like there was no rule call, there's hardly any rule calls, and if there were, they were just under massive umbrellas. Um, it's kind of like you know, you know what you what you do with your kikis is you go out and you whale, yeah, and you, yeah. But you don't like we do like to do that in Thera, but we actually wanted to get fights. Yeah, to try well, and... I like fights too. Like, I'm not yeah. saying no to fights. I fight mutants in Kikis, hello? Come on. Anyone, yeah, anyone who says I don't fight, you know, I'm just like, ought to hunt. That's ridiculous. You yeah, yeah, but mutants we, in Kikis. we don't have a hundred people, though, you know, in Kikis. Mm. You know, we're not, we're not massive. And I think actually one of the main reasons, so we weren't there and then we moved out and we went to Hakonan and we like did a whole deployment in Hakonan and then we had like, Origin, and we had Israd, and we had RTSQ, and then the alliance was actually really big, um, and it just really didn't work out. <laughs> to, I'll be honest, it just yeah. wasn't like the, you know, when you have a lot of corps that are very like established corps, they all want to do their own thing, and do their own. It's a lot of different like people that are trying to like take control, and you know, we're going to do this doctrine, and we're going to do this. It's like, well, we're not doing that. You know how it is. And it just, it really didn't work out. It, it just kind of, yeah. Like, it wasn't really, like, the deployment that killed it. It was just more like, does everyone want to do something different? Which just, just wasn't working. So, uh, ever since then, that all fell apart, to be honest. And they all left, and Origin, you know, Origin isn't Origin without Elo, and Elo wasn't in the, in the corp. He was in Goons. He was with you guys, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of difficult to have Origin with us, and then, like, the CEO not there. And then someone else is trying to run it, but it doesn't really work. And then it's like it's like, like when you say that, it reminds me of Trigger Happy and Kenda, right? Basically, it's yeah, pretty similar. 
Oh, ah, Wolves, Wolves is here. Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey. Uh, glad so, you made it. Yeah, he made yeah. it. He <laughs> ran over a bunch of people. Uh, <laughs> I think running. <laughs> yeah, we, we've, oh. we've just been talking about the, the past year. Like, it was a, little bit, a little bit of a struggle for Volta. But like you just recently joined, I guess, right? Yeah, we've been... My corp has been part of Volta for... Almost eight months now, I think. Eight months. Oh, eight okay, months. I got that really wrong. Yeah. Well, we joined at like the right at the basically for like a month, and then we left there. Excellent. <laughs> but did you guys? Sorry. But did you guys, but did you guys join thinking, okay, we live in Thera, this is going to be awesome? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, we were between either doing a C two and rolling it ourselves, and we tried that out, and it was going decent, but we were getting, you know, we had fewer people than Volta, obviously, but. Um, and then we we tried there out, and we were like, well, these guys form huge. <laughs> like, this is actually we can actually get fights like this. Um, and so we did that, and Volta was good, and we thought we were going to get some some really good there times. But then um, several changes happened right in a row, right after we joined. So, kind of limited the content after that. Yeah, I want to yeah. I want to actually go over that because I think that honestly, I think that like one of the main things I want to say on this show is like how a lot of the changes that have happened over the past year is like alienating all like mid-sized groups like you know like we're not you know Volta isn't like you know we're not 2,000 member alliance we're not even a thousand members you know my corp is 200 and I don't know 280 members and then ISSW is 100 members and it's just like everything is becoming like you're either tiny or you're massive I don't know if you agree Pando but like maybe not <laughs> but like oh, I it's, do agree it's like really, and that's one of the reasons because Thera was perfect for us. You know, we had the opportunity to like kill everybody in the game, which is why everyone hates us. But that's fine. Um, we got the content right. But then they changed. I think Wolf it was like the resource. No, it was the was it the resource? No, it was the yeah, like it was. But it was also in conjunction with the EHP nerf for everything, which exactly. did actually hurt us in two ways because it hurt supers who then didn't want to rat as much at first, at least. And then it, but it they also nerfed Loki's and Legions. Yeah, I mean the Loki nerf, like we had a Loki doctrine too, um, which like I was liked, especially fighting uh, like um, like let's say eagles and um, stuff that you can um, like resist tank basically, right? Because you you have that slot layout, it just worked great. But then so that the Loki change. It made me go back to Pyfor and try to make it work again. It was just always a little bit. Eh. It doesn't was... work. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. with the resist changes, like the X type hardeners and stuff, where you could like on a Loki, like on a Munin, you wouldn't fit like X type hardeners or some shit, right? But on a Loki, you can just go and say like, okay, we we going out like a little bit like expensive tonight. You can pay that extra hundred mil for like a solid set of hardeners, and. Uh, but then it didn't really make that much sense anymore, right? So it was a little bit of a shame. Um, but Same happened end... to the legions. Yeah, legions we never flew, so I don't know. We, we used the they... legion heavily. Yeah, yeah I fought them once resource. with Loki's actually. Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't All a good right, fight for me. <laughs> Yeah. So a specific example for the legion as well is I remember you could do you could do AB hack legions. We did dual prop with Volta, but you could just do like the snuff version, just like just straight AB hack legion, and you could get near two hundred thousand. Beefy zealots. 
And then oh, after no. the resist nerf, I think it dropped all the way down to like 135 or something. It was it was just ex so extreme because the legion used all those low slots for resist spots, so it just cut it down completely. Yeah. It's no point unless you use slaves and low sick. We, we talked about the, yeah. We Karen. talked about the the AB thing like right before because we had a little bit of an encounter in one of the drifter warmholes uh, not too long ago, like a couple of weeks ago, I guess. Oh yeah. And we caught <laughs> you guys with the with the pants off. <laughs> yeah. And it happened to me like only a week before that. I like I just told uh, Stuffy Commander the story actually. Like a week before that or so, I took like AB zealots out for a fight because that was just the doctrine that we had in 1DQ at the time. We didn't have Munins there. We didn't have other stuff. In hindsight, I should have probably just taken Feroxes, but I didn't think of it. I just took Zealots. And then I warped to a 4, and in warp I realized, hmm, this might actually, by the time we land, this might actually change. And then like more and more stuff is landing. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, we get tackled here. Let's, let's just align out and act normal, right? And I just warp the fleet out again, but nope, I got bubbled, right? I'm just oh. like, oh, fuck, what am I doing yeah. here, right? And then a thousand hostiles and local, obviously, it's like the war times, right? I was like, yeah. shit, like, let's hope we can kill enough dictators, but no, we kill one and then two new yeah. warp in, right? And it's like, fuck yeah, this. yeah. If, so you get caught, if you get caught in AB zealots and you're outnumbered, that's it. You're not going to get away. And you're not killing stuff and you know it just goes downhill so fast for zealots then there was also the yeah. problem in fountain right in hindsight like when the war started for example and we were uh, looking at fountain like how much can we defend this right we should have exploited um a little bit our uh, advantage like when it comes to battleships and stuff right we can't we could have just used battleships on the gate under a gemma a little bit better i feel like and uh instead of going with ab zealots because a lot of times we took the fight and then more and more stuff piles on under tie especially mm. and you can't get away and then whenever we lost the fight we lost that heavy and whenever we won a fight it was like oh yeah we we, we won the fight but the units all burned away and warped right so um it was like it was a little bit of a lesson there yeah, yeah. just talking about like the legions and like Loki's and how like they're basically becoming useless now and no one uses them as anymore. I mean, we saw well, well we saw DT use them the other day, but yeah, absolutely. Well, they went into max, so that's pointless. It doesn't really matter. But like, I think yeah. So we're in Thera, weren't we, Wolf? And then we we lost all our main doctrines, which were just like tech freeze yeah. that allowed us to even attempt to fight outnumbered against like hacks and battle cruisers, and they all disappeared. So now we're left with what I think we did sacks because. We, we actually did mutants as well because uh, that patch was a huge nerf. I mean, it was they nerfed them, but they was a big it overall. It's just a big buff for mutants because if you if you take something like mutants with with which links, it's like what sixty six k HP, something like that, sixty seven, sixty eight. I don't know. They mm. lose like four or five k yeah. HP, and the legion loses sixty. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's so much easier to alpha a legion now versus it, you know just killing a mutant, which is just gonna have ADC anyways. So you. Yeah, so it forced us to do immunins, and we did sacrileges. And I hate I sacrileges. Hate <laughs> I hate both. Yeah, I hate both as well. I mean, you know, but yeah, and then it got to the point where uh, we we couldn't fight anybody because it was just M plus one. I didn't, that, you know, all the groups in Nullsec, they'd just be bigger than us, and they'd bring, we'd bring, you know, we could we could do, uh, I don't know, well, we, I think we did like forty or thirty immunins at the time. 
sometimes up to 50 60 but if uh you know if it's a test work while you tackle <laughs> good luck <laughs> it's gonna be like a hundred plus ferrexes or something yeah. that's gonna jump in and yeah. it's like well or just more mutants yeah. or just more mutants than you yeah, and it becomes a, a game yeah plus yeah. all the caps jump in yeah yeah i that's that's what i miss like but it will always be like that i feel like i think it's I got miss, worse no no what i'm trying to say is like i always miss like a little bit of the doctrine diversity right yeah exactly that people fly different things but at the same time it's a very natural development but like yeah we are sit we're sitting on those mutants for a long time now right on hex yeah no, no i understand that like everyone will adapt to the game yeah, yeah everyone adapts but, to like okay what's best and then yeah, after that. a while they figure that out and then they go towards that but yeah we had mutants or hex for a while now and then also but, that's also funny like we had mutants and now everyone's switching to eagles right and yeah, everyone yeah. And like whenever we talked about it especially on here about getting mutant nurse because everyone's bored of them like from episode one on <laughs> oh, no, episode on uh, one actually not because that was elo night but uh everyone else like always like oh fuck mutants but everyone also agreed okay if mutants get nerfed it's all eagles right so it, it's yeah, yeah change it's much, true. Right? and that's exactly yeah. what's happening now right so everyone's switching to eagles because i mean trading wise on high numbers they're just way like better better range better um ehp and you know they're just a little bit more like they have a bit of kill speed i think in uh, yeah, and especially stuff. at your scale with in it yeah. and the war that you guys are in eagles are just incredibly strong even with the low dps at our scale if we did eagles we might struggle just because no, it's not gonna work like, not that's dps but it's not gonna work gonna alpha through everything so. it, it, at, when you get to 200 people it doesn't matter like it doesn't yeah. matter you could be in 200 ferrexes and 200 eagles the only thing you're changing is now like your like mobility or your tank the damage you're gonna kill stuff it doesn't actually matter yeah. anymore when you get to that like, range what mm. what f- fucked us the most is that with Loki's and Legions, like you said, Panda, you could pimp it a bit, and now your ship, like pound for pound, is more powerful than a Munin. Like, yeah. it, like your the old Lokis were stronger than Munins. You could fight more Munins. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. do that anymore. You know. I love yeah. I love taking thirty, forty Eagles into Munin fleets of like fifty, sixty, and just shredding them. It's great. And just you mean, alpha through them at every mean, range. Wait, what? Do you Loki, mean Loki's? Loki's, Loki's, Loki's yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Loki's into Munins, and you just have yeah. 30, 40 Loki's, yeah. just kill like... At the same time, easy. I think Munins, they get scary like at like 60 plus, right? Like 60, oh, 70, no, yeah, that's definitely. where they get scary. Before that, they're not even that scary. Like, we fight them, like, I don't want to say all the time, but we fought them, like, recently, like, at least, I don't know, five, six times. Like, and it was a 50-man fleet, so it's like, I don't know, 20, 30 Munins plus Logis plus, like, whatever, right? Um, yeah, and we yeah, fought yeah, them yeah, in, yeah. in Gila's, which worked really well, actually. Um, because, like, they're beefy. You don't get alpha, and if you have the rep power, which those Gila's have, you can't survive that. And then the whole concept of Munins falls apart because they all rely on that one thing. We apply perfectly, and everything gets alpha, right? Like, nobody can rep this, but... Like when that actually gets repped, like what are you gonna do, right? Yeah, so. yeah, and that's the experience. I I had an experience versus Guardians of the Galaxy way back in Pure Blind, where we actually, so I actually did Eagles right after the ADC change came out with a smaller group, 
in an old alliance I had, and we fought Guardians of the Galaxy, and we had an experience where they were like 50 mutants, and we were maybe like 15 eagles, but they couldn't alpha us, and so we just we just killed them. Yeah. Um, just because they can't reach the actual, they can't if they can't actually alpha through you, and you can catch reps, it's over. Yeah, I think. I mean, that's the thing. Mutants are super strong, but at the same time overrated when it comes to a slightly smaller scale, right? If they don't have critical mass, yeah. I think there's too many FCs out there that just think, oh, it's like, it's the multi-tool, right? Just minions. Yeah. We have both we, use, we, we have minions now because, you know, we're a NoSec alliance now. We own stuff, so you've you yeah. got to have minions now, right? And we use them, but, like, I think they're definitely not, like, I'd say, Wolf, they're not, they're not our, like, oh, you know, pre- bring minions to win all fights doctrine. Like, no, sometimes we, we have to do something other, th- other things. Yeah, we're fighting spe- specifically. We're fighting Bander Logs, and they do the old method. Like they do, like it's kind of weird. It's really strange fighting Bander Logs because the way that they actually anchor their fleets is they don't anchor. They do the kind of the dark side thing where they're all aligning. Hmm. Yeah, they all just align. Um, and so we have to do mutants basically because we they're doing it in Serbs, and so we just have to run them down pretty much. Well, that's what I'm doing. Uh, like most of the time too now, because. If I have everyone anchor on me, guess who is getting scrambled? Because in the in the war right now, yep. like we're mostly outnumbered, so they can always afford to bring like a hundred scram uh, assault freaks. Yeah. Right? So your anchor is always going to be scrammed. You can forget about anchoring basically, right? And now yeah, with the scepter changes too, like oh, it's going to be even worse. I haven't I haven't experienced it yet, but I'm <laughs> I bet there's going to be like a, a ten k per second Tyrannus coming zooming by and scrambling me like just for. The, the fun of it so i can't yeah, even afford to anchor anyone really but it always depends on the yeah. fight like sometimes you can uh, you can get good fights there but it's like you know it's rare obviously and You've i don't, really, don't even yeah i mean i don't want to blame anyone for it it's war right so oh uh, yeah we've, we've yeah. actively tried to stay out of that by the way yeah like well, yeah we've because we've, we've had offers from both sides to do things but nah you're like eh. Nah, I don't know. No, <laughs> like, probably a smart move. Politics. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, politics. well, if we look at it after when this finishes, however it finishes, um, it, you know, we feel like there's gonna be eyes on us anyways. Soon, yeah, so. we're gonna get attacked in like whenever it's over by someone somewhere. Like, <sighs> even though we already are at war, but like with with Vandalogs and the other Russians in the region, like I ex- fully expect like someone to come up here. But so you guys took soft, and a lot of your guys, I can yeah. So a a lot of your guys, I can only see like in it didn't have soft for ages before we took fountain, right? So I I know how it is. Like I can see a lot of your guys saying like what soft? Like what are we doing? Now we have to toes and defend like. And then if you get under pressure, like I don't want to tell anyone who is planning on attacking you guys, but. You guys probably struggle to uh, motivate people to actually defend soft when you know a lot of your guys probably weren't the biggest fans of soft in general. But at the same time, you guys probably took soft to be a target for someone to come and say, "Okay, let's attack." Right? So Maybe. I wouldn't be opposed to farming <laughs> someone sick that wants to deploy. I if mean, somebody uh... wants to bring out like seventy ferroxes to fight us. Please do. I mean, uh, yeah. Only Ferroxes, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll fight mutants, too. We'll fight I mean, whatever on, you want to bring. On the Coalition Infants map, uh, they put us down as hostile states. I mean, <laughs> so. Yeah. 
We are yep. the uh, hostiles. So uh, I, I think that this is the second time we've taken Sov as Volta, right? And in the last, because we destroyed, we we dismantled Drone Lands, Panda, remember? We yeah. killed XX and we, we screw yourself. So we ha- we've done the Sov before. Um, but that time it was different because we, we were working with Skew Yourself, right? So like it was, we had a lot more people. So it was, and and uh, you know it was it was a different sort of campaign. Whereas this is more of a uh, when we we took the Sov in seven days. I think we won the, the initial war in seven days, and on the eighth day we rested. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. It, it's there's a wolf did a write up of like every day for seven days we had. Like fights every day with UFC and who else was it? Uh, well, so there was a little coalition that formed when we first moved in, and uh, like we kind of got mocked a little bit because it's like, oh, we, we're fighting our Federation of Respect, Passion, Honor Alliance. Like, who's you know, it's PvP powerhouse? I love that name. They're German, <laughs> though. I think. But it right? was. Yeah, yeah, German, yeah, 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 German. They're nice guys. They're nice guys. But uh, we when we moved in, we you know they formed this little coalition between Banderlogs, UFC. RHP, which is the Federation guys, and then um, was XCOM there? Groups were coming up at that time. By that point, uh, the kind of yeah, they so. were kind of there. Um, or did you fight all of them? They you were kind of there. They fought, didn't have solve. You fought yeah, UFC yeah, we... and Bandalox and the guys. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I mean, they should have some numbers. Uh, it depends they, on the time zone, of course, did. right? Well, UFC really impressively formed really well all the entire first weekend that they formed really really strongly in eu which they're not an eu alliance but they formed very strong uh, yeah and then banderlogs formed pretty well but banderlogs the thing is just with these different groups is they weren't working together as well as they could have potentially um because banderlogs form up extremely strong in the eu but they didn't always show up at the same time as ufc or coordinating and or they would be like more risk averse for the fight and ufc were like no let's go let's fight and then you know we take advantage of that yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I'll, not a coalition uh, yeah. technically, right? They just have the same kind of goal. Yeah. Like, it, their goal is just aligned. Well, so. they did Stop all Volta. immediately meet together and get, you know, yeah. blew up, let's form this little coordination thing. They just, it just didn't, you know, it just collapsed too quickly because there weren't any iHubs down where we placed iHubs, which is why we tried to blitz that constellation specifically is because we just wanted to get our iHubs down and then just get established and we were in and it's hard to get us out at that point. Or yeah. if they did want us out, they'd have to fight us in EU, which is what we want, so... They yeah, I'd give props to UFC. Like they they did try really hard at the start, and they did put up a good fight. And we had some really good fights. I made a video. I don't know if you saw it, Pando. No, I, I didn't. Uh, um, Maybe I should play it at the end here. Didn't we do yeah, that last yeah. time? Or did, well, no, I think we used it as uh, an intro last time. I don't know. We can play at the end, and people can yeah. watch it. Yeah. But I did a video, and uh, it, it kind of showcased two fights that we had on the first weekend. It was like using first... zealots, by the way. Yeah, we're using zealots. Yeah, uh, if they win, they're great. <laughs> they're just yeah. Yeah. Lose the <laughs> well, there was like a That's really weird. fun fight we had over a jump bridge reinforce. It wasn't even final timer. We were just reinforcing it, and like it was kind of like the situation where UFC showed up, pushed us off initially. We reformed zealots, went back, and then they reformed, came back, and then RHP showed up, and then and this other group, Sylvanas Super Mercenaries, they showed up, and like just like this pile on. We're suddenly fighting three fleets with the Zealot fleet. It's just like really fun in an AHEC fleet like that. Yeah. But it's like, not always that you get those fights. Even we struggled uh, against UFC at times uh, in US time zone. Obviously, our numbers are way lower in US time zone. We like 
we don't nearly form as big as in Euro time zone. Uh, but even we had like problems when we fought them every now and then. Obviously, we had to travel all this way from Fountain all up to Fade um, and Bioblind, which is always like a big disadvantage. Um, that's underestimated, I think. If you have to travel long ways, it's t- uh, it's hostiles can always like they can scout you easily. They can delay you getting there, which is already like ugh, yeah. you know. Then you know they can just say like, "Oh, we never formed. Like, what are you doing here? Like, we don't <laughs> care." You know. <laughs> so the blue ball effect is real. Yeah, yeah. And you you expose yourself to that, right? We had the problem leading up with Horde when Horde deployed up there. We had to travel up there. It's the same thing, right? There was a little bit of a well, struggle. And that's you guys why deploy right. To pure blind as well, weren't you in seven RM? In the no. bridge connection keeps there. No, we we moved some stuff in there, but I forgot actually. I think we moved only dreads in there, and then later on when they unanchored their keepstar, we just formed everything, made sure that keepstar is unanchored, and you know French connection was the only reason why we uh, even did anything up there, because like we all agreed, going up there is probably not the smartest idea. Like, like it's a long way, right? Like yeah. I just explained, but our friends are are there with a the keepster, so they're kind of committed. Right? In hindsight, it's always easier to you know say like, oh, we should sure. have done this exactly this way and so on. I think we did a yeah. did a did an all right job getting their assets yeah. saved there. Someone um, in the yeah. chat just asked, why not push against the bigger EU entity? I just want to point out that we weren't expecting them to fight us in EU. We were just expecting us to get um, space. But they did fight us in EU, and when they did, they had huge numbers in EU, very, very similar to us, or even actually a number well, at times. I want to say as well, so, like it wasn't easy. It wasn't like a breeze or anything. Guys. No, the first fort we put down, right in Fade, uh, they formed massive, like just USC, RHP, all of them, and the ETZ for our fort that we put down. I think they had like I don't know how many Abaddons they had. Like a, they had ninety they, Abaddons for USC. Yeah. Yeah, nearly a hundred Abaddons, you know, which matched our Mac fleet, basically. It was more bigger. than our Mac yeah, it was bigger than our Mac fleet. They had way more than us. But for some reason Darius phoned Horde, so Horn turned up in the two hundred and fifty Eagle fleet. Yeah. So kind of the total count there was they had the ninety one Abaddons plus their caps. We had fifty something max, like near sixty max plus caps. Yeah, and then about 60. they had bender logs and then they had bender logs and a nightmare fleet. And then they also had RHP and a Serb fleet. And then, of course, Horde on top of that kind of seals the deal in terms of numbers. We would have yeah. followed the set of fleets, but we just couldn't manage the Horde fleet. Well, this is all. I mean, but that's how it sometimes goes in wars, right? Yeah. You can form big sometimes, but you can't form big all the time. You know, for example, yeah. in Fountain, when we defended Fountain, we did form a CTA, which we don't call all that often. We maybe three times a year or so, right? And we had 1,200. <laughs> Uh, chars, 1,200 just for a minute. Pretty proud of that number, but then obviously, hostiles are like, yeah, we're just going to blue ball this. Like, we're not going to fight this because <laughs> yeah. we don't have to. And, yeah. and we can't yeah. just form a CTA every day, right? So yeah, we yeah. saved that timer, which was an important timer and all oh, that. God. Wolf, we're doing it wrong. Term, yeah. <laughs> I think we're doing, it. We're, doing it. we're doing it wrong, Wolf. We form CTAs. We're doing CTAs every, oh, yeah. every, every, every morning. Ah, <laughs> every morning. <laughs> but, uh, saying that if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. Oh my god! But, Stop yeah, talking sense, okay? <laughs> but at the same time, it's a it's alliance culture too, right? Like some alliances call it a CTA, and it's like it's just it just means it's a strategic op, 
and everyone knows it's it's just that so if you would ping like yeah. this is the fucking end all ev like everyone hand all hands on deck you will get more numbers obviously right and that's what we call but then CTM, also so. some people that do that all the time there are some yeah. numbers exactly. everybody right now and sometimes yeah, it we, works for people right so, like yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Gotta get excited about it. i mean i noticed joining yeah. volta that um you know we hadn't been in null a lot or anything like this but before volta or before you know there's another alliance where we were in try for a bit but they you know most alliances, like alliances like you said have ctas or strat ops you guys have uh like a uh, like a alpha beta that kind of thing right that's how mm -hmm. you call it yeah. yeah that's kind of an interesting how do system. you know hmm? huh? uh oh i don't know <laughs> how do you uh, know okay no, no, how no, would no, i no. know let's be honest <laughs> you know, here okay we obviously have spies in pretty much every alliance in the game otherwise we wouldn't know when all your umbrellas go up well, and down and everything I, like it's not it's not a I secret know. like i knew this in try because when we were in venal we uh killed that kq i think what was it it was an init jump bridge to to like pure blind and i remember dark shines was pretty mad about it because it was a form where it, like him. it was the guardians <laughs> of the galaxy was what went on and there was a guy in try who just troll refed the jump bridge iHub, and then showed up, you know, two days later, and, and it had uh, not a beta or an alpha fleet form, and they didn't get there in time, and the iHub died, and then that jump bridge was gone for a little bit. But uh, yeah, I remember also reading uh, your doctrine names are all different. You guys code name your doctrines. We don't really. I don't know what if it's ghosts? as much what code name is. It is just like I, I think it's just more fun to have names for them. Wait what a second. Ghosts? What what do you are mean? Ghosts? Is that what you call them? Ghosts? What are those? Never heard of them. Well, I don't know okay. what you're talking about. <laughs> I see a smirk there. <laughs> no, 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 no. So we know what you're talking uh, about. So no, no. when we talk about ghosts, we're talking about our alpha army kind of thing, right? So we can okay. we have like. And you're, you're now soft folders. Maybe I should explain how it works. Uh, so basically, when we go on deployment, which we like to do usually, then who's defending our space, right? Like usually nobody, and you don't want to clone jump. You don't want to open that up for someone to do shit. Like, for example, we've got LSH and Iridia. It can be a pain in the ass if you don't watch out, right? You have to kind of contain them. <laughs> like, I'm, trust me, right? Yeah. And... Uh, so for that, we have uh, like uh, alpha tunes that just, you know, you can just log in and then you have like a Ferox. It's just alpha skilled. Uh, you have to block yeah. people with it. Uh, you can't just take the one-on-one -on -one fight with, uh, you know, Volta legions, for example. Like, don't do that, <laughs> right? But they get their job done most of the time. Are you so talking about when the caps warp to the wrong place, that fight, Vando? Uh, that wasn't the wrong place. It was the right place at the wrong time. What they do? The I can't remember bubbled, they did. Right? They, I can't, they, oh, we like tackled it in the staging or something, but in a site, yeah. and then they're all trying to warp out, and then they went somewhere. I can't remember what was going yeah, on. So, and you were you were streaming as well. Yeah. So what happened was we had a guy form a carrier fleet to do incursions, That's and it. that was actually in Cloud Ring, not in Fountain. And ah. I was actually streaming another fleet. I've, I forgot what I wanted to do. I think I wanted to just do a, a small roam or something. And then suddenly he yeah, says, you're, like, you hey, I'm tackled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey, I'm tackled with those carriers. Uh, can you help me out? I'm like, sure. What's tackling you? And he says, Volta in Legions. I'm like, how many? And he says, like, yeah, like 30. 
I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I form low keys up. I'm like, oh, we can handle those, right? I show up and it's like 70 of you. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. Let's just fucking act tough, right? We warp in because I knew you were like kind of off the warp in. I warp in hoping I can kill the tackle, which we did. And I told him to go safe. I should have told him, don't warp blindly to a keepster. It might be bubbled, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we cleared the tackle. We lost, I don't know. We lost a few Lokis, like five yeah, Lokis or so. And, and then he warps, carries on. I'm like, okay, drop down. Let's get the fuck out of here, right? So I warp the fleet. And what do I find out? The carriers are not tackled on the Keepster grids because he bubbled the Keepster, <laughs> which isn't easy to do, actually. So, like, you, like people might think you just warp it 100 dollars bubble. Like, no, on the Keepster, you have to do it at 490k. Exactly. Otherwise, you get Doomsday, yeah. right? So the chances yeah. that if you warp out, the Keepster is actually bubbled properly, they're fairly low, usually. Right? I would argue... On like nobody sets that up quickly during a fight, like in ninety nine point nine percent of the cases you get away with it. So he warped out and said like, okay, it's gonna be fine. But nope, you guys. Yeah, I don't know. Fine. I don't know who did the bubble for that, but I called for a bubble to the keep star or something, and then he did a good job. I, I'm guessing the guy did it. Yeah, obviously, I don't know. He just obviously knew what he was doing. I no, I no, I said don't make it in range of the keep star. Like I, I remember saying that. So I don't want to get like doomsday or some shit. Like you know. I just get Alfred, but I remember that fight. Yeah, I was watching I the stream as well at the same time. I was watching your stream whilst FCing. <laughs> a lot of people probably do that when they wow. when they fight. Me. Toxic, toxic but, as fuck. <laughs> no, I expect that. I don't have a problem with it. That was a that was a good still, fight. Hmm? Do you still use switch tires? Uh, oh, no, no, we switched them back. So Ishtar's have, like we have a long like you know when. We're all complaining about Munins right now, about Hex in general. Yeah. You, you remember the times of the Ishtar? Like when everyone was yeah. fighting oh, Ishtar? I missed the time of the Ishtar. That was and my jam. I don't want to brag or anything, but we were really good at it. We were really good at flying Ishtars. And one-on-one -on -one scenario, we would, like 99% of the time, we would win. We would like flying Ishtars. Out. And I liked it too. I think there was like more... Nah, you would beat was... me in Wargod. You're not going to beat me in Wargod, Pando. <laughs> nah, that's not, that's not on. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not allowing that. Wargod yeah. was the best FC of Ishtar's ever. Ah, maybe. But we were fighting, was. Maybe we were fighting uh, softer targets and say that. Like, but I always thought, like, yeah, Ishtar online, it's kind of boring that everyone flies the same stuff. But they had, like, more dimensions to them because of the drones, right? Drone range, mm. drone control range. Then, like, obviously optimal tracking and all that stuff plays a role. They can get killed, right? So you can come up with extra stuff. And that's more my thing, right? Like, usually when we flew these Ishtas, it was usually Shines uh, running the Ishtas. And I was thinking about, like, how can we kill the other Ishtas better, you know? Be it Void Bombs, be it a Smart Bomb Battleships in the things, like, or, like, a little Bomb Wing and stuff like this. That's what I actually enjoy, right? Um, yeah. They're trash now, I can tell you that. No, we Ishtas. actually fly them. No, we actually oh fly God, them why? on Shield again because they trade really well in those big fights. They really do. You need like you two boosters. You just I remember I, I remember the lead up to Switch Stars because I remember seeing all the training pings and uh and uh, like the Switch Star training. I recall all that. And then I remember the first ping went out and you guys used oh, to make a symphony. Uh no, yeah. Well I didn't use okay. That's a different thing actually. Those are not oh, okay. the, the Switch Stars. I mean Oh really? Okay. That's a different version of them. So what I wanted to do was, okay, so I have to go back for, to explain that. So usually, yeah, no. 
it's a long usually, time yeah so usually ishtars used to be shield tanked right and they had good D ehp good dps and all that stuff and they yeah. just worked all that because of that then they changed the slot layout so shield tank wasn't as viable anymore it's the same slot layout right now actually right uh, and, yeah it hasn't changed yeah yeah so we switched to armor ishtars and then i like instead of going for like i think it, it's like usually one sebo and something i just went full ewa on them and i was like how about we we do like an ewa based doctrine because we have like several ewa based doctrines armor max was one and i forgot what it was we had something else that also used a lot of ewa so one problem whenever you talk about an ewa doctrine is like how do you like distribute your ewa power right that has always been an issue. So mm. I kind of tried to work out a system how to be like not perfectly efficient with it, but almost by using more tagging. And I wanted to get people used to using tags for all kinds of things. Be it, oh yeah, I'm an addictor. We should be using tags. I think like I'm staying on this guy. I'm staying on that and so on, right? Like I want people to get used to using tags in general. And then there's a lot of incursion pilots in all groups. They're already used to this anyway, right? So my idea was that we just uh, move people around in squads and everyone gets their set of tags. And then mm. everyone knows, okay, this is my target to disrupt. This is already disrupted and all that stuff, right? Yep. And I didn't go out to fight those <laughs> domies. That's just the fight I got, right? Uh, like, I was right. like, ah, fuck yeah. it, right? I was eager to see how they were going to do, and I was, like, refreshing Z-Kill. I was like, what? They're fighting dummies? Like, all this yeah, E-War. What, what are you going to do, though, right? So that's yeah. always the thing. If you take out a doctrine for the first time, right, you want people to get home and have, like, they want to have some fun, right? Even yeah, Even if yeah, it's, yeah. like, even if you lose a couple guys, you want that fight, I did the same with Gila's not too long ago when I pushed it to an alliance level and, and formed a big Gila fleet. We wiped the entire fleet, but I mean, we fought a shit ton of people, right? Yeah. Mm. But um, like the first fight, I always feel like if you introduce a new doctrine and you don't take the first fight, it's always, it's, it's always kind of, you know, the hype goes down, you know, and you want a little yeah. bit of momentum behind it. So yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. it just doesn't work out. You don't get the fight you want. And sometimes you get completely dumpstered, like in the Gilas, for example. Um, but I still believe, like, ah, you kind of, you know, if, if it's in any way possible, if there is a chance of you winning it, then you should take it, probably. And, I, I mean, the Gilas, yeah. uh, the, the Ishtas, they worked okay-ish against the Domis, obviously. They're still Hex. They still mm -hmm. have DPS. Obviously, the complete E-War setup. What we trained even, right? I explained everything as so though it completely was useless against those. <laughs> but what are you gonna do? I like the see the the thing is that I like the idea of the Ishtar and we tried it not the same way you did with the tags, but we did try setting up we tried to bring back almost sentry Ishtars with um not heavy drones, but just sentries and just put people in squads like that and do assignments. But yeah. they just don't It doesn't work. Don't do I'm well. sorry. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I think Ishtar's are horrendously terrible and with with boosters. I think they're they are useless. I mean, like, I mean, the key is always where do you drop your drones, and how. Well, you can't like you. It doesn't matter where. Like you have to. Someone's just you just get a boosher to boost your drones off. Someone's just yep. walked down the boosher, and now you have a bunch of drones that are now really far away. 
Well, like, kind of obviously, it's like they have to be heavy drone based. Yeah, it has to be heavy drone based. It can't be sentries, basically. I mean, the key is though, if you drop your drones just spread out enough, so a boosher could boost a few drones, but it's not the end of the world if he boosts like let's say eight, eight, nine, ten drones, right? That's two Ishtas you lose of DPS, but Ishtas compared to other hacks have fairly high dps that's why people always come back to them and say like hmm that's kind of interesting yes mm. but if you want to do what you're saying you need to have a set you need to like you know stagger either stagger your drop when you're anchoring right like so you tell squads to drop in the line yeah but even then like i yeah you're right like they're still good but like i actually think that, that with the current other hacks they are nowhere near on any level i think anymore yeah so like, i mean so shines brought them back and he did trade well against uh be it mulans or be it eagles right out number two so they do perform quite good and the the advantage is yes you can counter those drones there's several ways smart bombs normal bombs bushes but that kind of needs a little bit of time of setup and usually fights don't take that long on a scale that like they don't have really the time to get that properly set up mm. and like boosters obviously like you're aware of that and then you would like kill him hopefully yeah fast enough. you could you could stagger your jones that would work but like i i think we we tried them i just think that like maybe we weren't fighting the right targets i don't know i think you had success like we had su- i wasn't there for I'll this but you. i think we I had think, success think, against tengus was it i can't remember. yeah we did that okay against fine. something but then, like, I can't remember what we were... I think the same people changed their attitude and, like, they just messed with the drones. Like, no matter where you yeah. put them. The sentries, I mean. They just, like... Oh, it was a bit of a nightmare. They got bombed and then they got, you know... Yeah. Even though bombing was still a problem even before, like, the, you know... I think booshing is a real... Like, another one that kind of... Yeah, you could spread them out, I guess. I, I know that you're saying that it's maybe five ten drones getting boosted is not such a big deal, but to us it, it is. Can, yeah, <laughs> for you guys it is. Yes, and we've only also, got twenty to thirty Ishtars potentially, so it's a big deal every every yeah. every Ishtar we lose is huge. Yeah, I think it depends on the fights you get. Like that's hundred percent right. So if you expect people like UFC, there's some crafty dudes. Like they will bring they do. They, do. they will yeah. bring like weird stuff. They like to think about solutions about like stuff. So if you bring Ishtas, you can't bring them against them. But you shouldn't bring them all too much, right? Because if you bring them a second or third time in a row, they're gonna be prepared and then you're gonna struggle real hard. So you can get away with yeah. it, I think. But yeah. I mean, in our oh. case it's a it's a trading large scale doctrine uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. all what it is, right? Like we lose sh- shit, but yeah, like no matter what doctrine we bring to these fights, we will lose stuff, right? We're not going to tank anything, really, right? So we want to kill as much as we can. And it's just do that sure. fairly well. No, I can understand. Like, it's instant damage, you know, at a, at a nice range. So, yeah. you know, it's, and the tracking's really good. They pretty much hit nicely on everything. Doesn't and you really can matter. choose the damage type too, right? You it's, can, it, you yeah, know. it's so good. Like, yeah, it's, but like all said, like, you know, like the other day, I can't remember what we're doing, but like, you know, we're like, we're like, <laughs> You know, at one more, you know, we'd be like, we need one more person to actually take this fight because we don't have enough <laughs> volley or something, you know, to kill, to yeah, kill we, ships. That was another <laughs> mutant versus Serb situation where Serbs, by the way, I well, I I, I know you like yeah. them starfleet, but I think they're utterly trash. But I think if you if you know how to use them, they're good. All right, high DPS hacks, but, it depends but on like, the fighting. 
but basically yeah we needed just a few people it's just what it comes down to it for us is we have to pick the right doctrine where we end up with one or two more people and we can take a fight and one or two less it's going to be really 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 challenging which leads us on to our current situation wolf who we're fighting so we're at war with russians who are who are fighting yeah bandlogs uh who are fighting who have all of their stuff time to downtime only 900 like that area uh and uh, there was a reddit post the other day uh on on reddit obviously <laughs> uh where the i think it was, was it the leader that posted it i think it uh, was one of them not one of them Tiberius. yeah and he like put this whole thing about it was okay he just most of it he did uh just basically just say what was going on but um yeah. I, th- I feel like what he misses out is like you know we're the ones that are like have to get up like on a work day at nine in the morning to fight them because we want the fight you know we want the fight do you know what i mean like so we're like completely in our opposite time zone uh, and we still beat them you know which is which is good but not, it was uh not all yeah, the time yeah some, sometimes not you do always, lose but, but they'll show up and they'll fight and they take fights in such a different way than than most other alliances like a lot of alliances like you get on grid, you commit for a little while. Okay, maybe you're losing the fight and you decide to bail. But the way that Benelogs will play it is they will force, they will always try to force you into a bad situation, which fair play to them. Um, but when you do get any kind of good situation versus them, or even just mutants or jumping into them, they're going to try to kill one ship, maybe two, and then they're going to warp no matter what. If they've lost a ship or not, they're going to warp off. It might and be they just want to trade way. with you like that. They just mm-hmm. want to try to trade like that constantly. It's it's uh it's not it's not. I don't want to say it's not enjoyable. It's just a, definitely a challenge in terms of how you take the fight and like how you run them down. Which is also why we have to do units basically, because uh, we have to keep up. With I them. give them credit. They they really like really do like you know want to defend what their yeah, stuff they're, and you know they're very like they're way bigger than us as well. You know, I think all kinds of creative stuff. Like they'll, um, they've got this Banderlogs Academy thing from Hysik as well, and they'll bring them down in like 50 destroyers, and then simultaneously they'll have another Russian group try to hit our space elsewhere, and then they'll form a really large Serb fleet on their own that ma- that outnumbers us, and so we have to find a way to fight this Serb fleet, and then also go deal with these destroyers, and also go deal with this other, you know, this third fleet that's running around our space as well. So it makes for some interesting She's times. She's sure. XCOM. Yeah, usually XCOM are the ones doing that. Yeah. Uh, if you know who they are, Panda, which is like a corp from No Value. It's like one corp left. It's like one Russian corp left No Value, and they made their own alliance and they own Sovereign Pure Blind. I think I've seen a takeover. That's yeah, basically what it. It's, it the, the corp is called uh, um, X Files. It's the corp. It's like a quite a large corp that used to be in No yeah. Value, but yeah, they and then they go around and they like start hitting our Sovereign Fade and. Yeah, it's interesting these fights with Bandlog. It's definitely like, you know, like Wolf said, they want to kill two ships and warp out straight away. They, they, hey. I, if, I think they've yet to really contest us head on. I don't think they've they've not been successful in terms of actually. There was a jump bridge fight the other day where we rushed to defend. I yeah. wasn't actually there, but we rushed to defend another FC. Well, I wasn't there either. <laughs> and when you're rushing, it just you know you make mistakes, right? Yeah. And so he ended up making mistakes and we just weren't able to get fleet set up, you know, the way that we normally would want to get it set up. And then we got, we got memed, we got booshed. It sounds like they had like six boosters and they were just, you know, booshing as much as they could. And, Gotta uh, love the boosters, yeah. 
I know, I know. Well, I remember your fleets uh, because <laughs> I was in Lothic at the time. Oh, and I would ones? help Nocturnal Romance and Syndicate. I showed up with a really big Valente Militia fleet one time to, to help. And uh, I remember they were always telling me horror stories about your bush fleets back when you could do fleet for them. <laughs> that was probably the Snatch fleet. Yeah, you know what? Was, we talked about that the yeah, other day. And I watched some old videos. I have no idea how I fucking managed to run these. It's such a headache. It's such a headache to run. <laughs> like, think about it. Like, the whole concept is you're in fairly low DPS ships, but almost everyone has a bush. And the only thing that goes for you is you move by bushing and you always move in one ball. While hostiles are usually a little bit spread out. So whatever, like you will always get the, the bush, but they yep. might some of them, right? So as soon as you catch some, you just stay on them and then you grind them down. And it takes a long time. It was fun, but I could not, like, I cannot believe... Like, I wouldn't enjoy it right now, I think. It would be such a headache. I don't know how I did it. I don't know. <laughs> well, it was too they, crazy. Were, they, were, they got nerfed after you. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Quite a bit, yeah. Uh, they but got nerfed anyway. because of him. Yeah, well, sure. I, I don't doubt that. That makes complete sense. I'm glad they did because it wasn't fun to fight, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, uh, the, I, never, I never even lost a fleet to you. I just... I, there was one fleet where I had like 15 tech threes, and you guys had a really small bush fleet. It might not even have been you, and it was in Losek, and you know you didn't, they didn't have enough to actually grind us down, so we were just killing, you know, killing these bush desis slowly. But it wasn't fun at all, <laughs> just getting booshed around for like 10 minutes. But I Can mean, you talk about so the, the old bushing, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So when people first started complaining about bushing, it was too like at the snatch times when we were running the snatch fleets. And so what people don't understand is we were all anchored on zero, orbiting one anchor, basically only moving with bushes. The thing is, they weren't coming up with any counters. And there, there are some counters to that, right? Like I've said it like a hundred times. And they, they were always calling me out like, oh, what are the counters? Like as if I would tell you. And I had the counter yeah. actually in Pypha or in EFT at the time, I guess, uh, this entire time, which is Emolokis, right? Because you can just whoop in and they're all dead. Do that twice, nobody's going to run this doctrine anymore. Because, like, how are you going to do that? Like, you always have the potential that 10 guys can just wipe your entire fleet out. So, uh, that always, like, that was always so annoying to me, right? We, yeah, we, we used them a lot. We used the, we used, uh, in skill, we used the rocks. Boosting rocks. Yeah. That I, was like I, our, main, our main doctrine. I totally agree, though, that... If people get really proficient with them, it's really hard to catch them. It really is hard to catch them, especially when you talk about not even bush rocks. Bush rocks, they're not that hard to catch because they're too slow to avoid getting key mode, right? If all the bushes die, your rock fleet is going to die sh soon after. Yeah, but expect to do that. Well, bush hacks, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It got like people did that to us too in Ravens. Um, but what if I have 10 more bushes ready to go on a save? They just whoop in and then your chemos are dead because like we kind of expected that. And then I think NC did that like at least two or two or three times to us. But we countered them with our own smart bombs because yeah, yeah, yeah. chemo, Lokis or legions or whatever, they don't have a lot of EHP on other resists. Right? So we can just wipe them out, bring our fresh bushes in and we're still in business. Yeah? But... Um, uh, where was I going with this? I don't even know. You're just talking about the counters and using them and how they've changed, Kimo I guess. Yeah, Kimo Loki's. 
as the counter. Yeah, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. But anyway, I talked too, them, I talked too much use, about it anyway. We used the rocks in school stuff, and then we we used the booting rocks, which were really really effective against XIX at the time. But, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not surprised if we got nerfed because of you. Just I remember where it's going. Usually. I was going to like the problem began when it was hex A B hex doing it. Because you can't chemo those. They're moving too fast. Mm. You always land too late. Right? So they're too mobile, too tanky yeah. on top of it with ADC. They have the range for whatever reason. Hex locks super far. I don't know why. But, um, you know, that, that combo is just too, it became too oppressive of, uh, after a while. And I can't see that. Um, you know, I feel like there's a lot of doctrines. You just need a lot of range. And then, what are you gonna boost? Like you have no, less, no, less, yeah. less DPS, you can still counter them easy peasy. But you know, you know, it was a tricky subject. You know, it was I a remember. little, little bit sad for yeah. me, but I'm over it. I'm sure. Well, are yeah, are you? I am. <laughs> it's fine. The boost note yeah. is okay. This is fine. Uh, this is. I fine. remember a lot of the fleets in Losec, in Snuff and things like that. We. Because of the way that boost mechanics were working, we had to do the scram chains on materials, and it was just ah, so so aids to just design your doctrines around this one guy might boost us, and you're you're dead if you get boosted. This one death you might slip through, so we have to everybody's got a scram yeah. chain, yeah. got the whole chain up and down. And in faction warfare, it was uh, doubly horrible because you couldn't do it in faction warfare because you would hurt your standings to faction warfare, mm. so you had to duel each other. You had to duel the person above and below you, and you had to re-aggress them in order to keep but, the duel going. But that's the thing. That's not a good counter against Bushi, because that's what I was looking <laughs> well, for. To be honest, from day one, we had always an ECM burst on all those Bushes, right? Yeah. So what if we want oh, an ECM burst? It, then it's even better for us, because we don't want your whole fleet. Yeah, we want just like 10 of you, right? So. Yeah, 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 that's the thing. That wasn't intended to counter that actual that setup. That was intended oh. to counter the four or five guys that might uh, do it. That's it. Just but to they protect, can still your fleet a little bit. Yeah. yeah, they can still get. Which is why you have an up and down chain with materials. It's it's two. You know, you have two people scramming it's, you. Yeah, it's crazy that you would scram you. Yeah. You know what? Actually, so one funny counter that Ragnar Bile. You remember Ragnar Bile? He was. I uh, yeah, I remember. He still plays. Culture. He still he plays. Oh, he's in PL, yeah. I think, right? No, Ragnar. No, he's in a small corp. He used uh, to be in then. He's he yeah he's he's in a small corp now he's in oh what's it called oh, I forgot what it's called they live in a CT or something he's not in higher than Everest again uh, peak no much. peak closed and peak oh peak is peak is now got Pando yeah what's going on <laughs> hey I'm distracted with this war thing <laughs> oh yeah you got this war on oh excuses um no uh, no they I think they pretty much disbanded and uh, Adita made a corp called Oh shit! Top damage or something. Hmm. Top. They're in trigger. Some went to trigger, and then some went to. Well, there's some... strict strict radians now. Strict radians. That's what it's. That's what it's called. That's where Ragnar is. Thank you. Yeah. So the counter he came up with, I'm not sure if it was him or one of his guys, but he was AFC of that fleet. They had a sign on every Ferox. <laughs> yeah. So we engaged them and did like there's like one way like where you just regroup everyone you should sit still and everyone is just you know orbiting you at 500 right and then everyone mjd and like everyone gets just spread out so crazy 
and then he called everyone to sign on and a lot of people sign out quick enough but a lot of people didn't, right? So a lot of Feroxes were suddenly at 100 all, all across the grid with Sinos up. It was complete craziness. But yeah, I was That's a, a good, really interesting a idea. Yeah. yeah, you can Sino and then you can't get boost. Yeah. But you're stuck. Enough. But you're stuck. You are stuck, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. That you know. like a good way to get bombed, but, but you know. Yeah, I feel like they did it, I mean, more than more for fun than anything. They were crafty enough to know yeah. the consequences, right? So they did it for fun. Yeah, and yeah. Feroxes, you know, you can afford to do some Feroxes. Sure, sure. But I thought it was really funny. Yeah, that's a good play. Yeah. But yeah, these uh these better looks guys, they are interesting that they will adapt and uh we've been using mutants versus their Serbs and it's not gone well for them. And I think it's been like eight nine fleets now where they've just like it doesn't work. It doesn't so they work keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So they'll trade with us, they'll do rapid light serbs, or they'll do heavy missile serbs, and they'll kill, you know, to be fair, two, two, three, four logi, two, three, four semis, and then they'll lose like 10 serbs. So it's yeah. like the trade doesn't work out for them. Like slowly they just lose and they just work off. I'm really curious if they're ever, if, when they're going to adapt, because they're the kind of group that adapts to everything. I'm really curious mm. to see what they're going to undock. You know, that's another thing. When we did Stukas, the first three feeds or so, I completely wiped them. It didn't work. Maybe there's a concept they have in mind that they still have to figure out, but at the same time, like subs are so straightforward that I'm not sure if there's anything that you can. There's do no other angle. Yeah. Although they they could win, they just need to play better. I think they could beat us. There's a couple of fights that we've had. That's really like I know it's really obnoxious. Whatever. <laughs> so <But> like, <laughs> if they just were not shit, then they win. No, I'm joking. <laughs> like, no, there's just a few fights that we've been in, and like you know. If if the roles were reversed and we were in Serbs, we would win. Like, because they're just, I don't know, they're not the positioning's not really great, and they're doing this or they're doing that. I don't want to actually tell them what to do, but there's well, a range is their friend, right? Obviously, just yeah, but like in certain situations, they're like just sort of, it's just like they're why making they... some pretty plain mistakes that make it easy for us to kill them. Basically, is what yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they outnumber kind... us. Yeah, what mistakes? Kind of... Come on, they're not listening. They're Russian anyway. Oh, they're always listening. <laughs> Come on, Russian well, they go back. I they, mean, they yeah. just go in a straight line. And yeah. They just burn in one line, and all we need to do is just burn in a straight line with them. And they're then we just perfect tracking. We're just gonna just sit there and alpha every. We just you know, boom, boom, boom. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like it's not even a you know, like Maybe. if they just turned, if they just turned a tiny bit, it would be a bit more challenging maybe it comes back to the discussion you like we had on the last one with the missiles like how does the missile dps stake up when targets burn into the missiles and all that stuff right that's because but do you know why it's not we're not doing that because i know that i'm not going to burn a medium fleet 100 kilometers to a serb fleet because that's all the all the other fleets that i fought in nolsic when i was doing serbs against medium fleets uh they'd all just burn like 70 kilometers to like across to us because they have like three times the numbers so they can just tank it but uh well we were in like high grade snake uh mid-grade serves i think from that at that time so we're like really fast serves but like these guys we always i think wolf we're, we're always careful we never ever ever like make burn far like we we, it, we have to land close yeah. you know it has Unless to be we have to yeah, unless yeah. we're doing something very casual, like hurricane fleet issues or something, we're gonna be really particular about our positioning and our warp ends. 
We're yeah. not going to burn unions like that into Serbs. We're going to get an angle on them in some way. But at the same time, so that's what the discussion was about last time too, I believe. Yeah. So no. The, if you think about the situation, so the Serbs are at 100 and you are like at zero, right? You burn towards them and they fire at you. Then the DPS is going to be higher than they have. They have a massive advantage. Be. They have yeah. a huge advantage over us. If we if we are at zero and they're at 100 and we burn towards them, we're going to lose pretty much our entire Lodgy wing before we even get in range. Like it's just going to happen. Like it will happen. But at the same, but at the same time, if they burn away from you, I'm not sure that uh, sub speed is probably 1.9 or something. Like what is it? Yeah, so somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. but the munins are faster. Speed is, so. Yeah, so the munins will catch up, but they're not catching up all that fast. So the DPS doesn't go up that much higher, to be honest. Like if you like, that's the only thing you guys should be trying is like keep it range, right? Like stay in your DPS range. The yeah, but, closer but the better, obviously. Yeah, but we're not gonna like. So like the difference is if if it was reversed, I'd always like you know one of the things I used to do as well is have my ult in front of our fleet. Right, and then when the enemy fleet walks to us, you can uh, I walk I walk my fleet a hundred in front. You yeah. know, I always do did that. So like, I, I can't think it was against PL. I think it was actually Headliner who was doing the Munin fleet, and he walked his entire fleet onto my fleet, and I walked a hundred kilometers in front. And then obviously, you know, this Pando, you always sell, tell sabers to bubble when you land, even if, and then the fleet's gone, and now their entire fleet has bubbled themselves. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like, you know, yeah. but by the time we've gone, it's too late, and that one guy who just wants to be did a good thing and bubbled the fleet doesn't realize we've all initiated warp, and it's too late. You know, and then obviously I did that a lot. We used to do that all the time. So just keep bub, keep like pouncing in front, and then fire missiles, and then, but like, and then they're kind of like head in that situation. I'm pretty sure he was like, I'm screwed. So I just they just burnt towards us. But like, I think. Whenever we're fighting banders, we never ever like burn. Like we always start at least uh, forty kilometers. 30 kilometers, yeah, forty maybe. Forty max kilometers away. Like we have to be in range to to alpha stuff. Otherwise, we are wasting time. Yeah, I mean, it makes like, sense. We don't so have what to they could do the alpha from ninety kilometers. Like no, yeah, like so, you have eighty units or whatever. But we have you know thirty forty. What they could do is have a little bit of a bomb wing, right? So then, oh, 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 let's oh, not give them ideas. Yeah, Benelux, okay. So, Benelux, uh, if you're listening, right? Let's not bring give them ideas. You bring a lot of Mandicores. <laughs> like, let's say, bring 10 Mandicores, a couple of voids in there, a couple of kinetic bombs. You'll soften them up. They will all oh, ADC. Why the hell did which we come helps to show? You, which helps you a lot. <laughs> right? If you guys have to all ADC and your half shield. Sorry, Morena, what did you say? It's a Paruski, Paprosha. All right. Let's do it and explain it to them yeah so you know a, a bomb wing is gonna help a lot i think yeah you get kept out would. you can't burn after them anyway but your half shield and all adc's on cooldown serbs can run through some units can there's a bonus? few things they could do yeah there's lots there of things, things they could do one of them is not to do the weird align thing they do because it's just making the thing is they're losing fights because of that because they're not willing to commit to a fight that's it to stay that is it long enough they could that actually kill quite a few things but they don't stay on grid long enough so that's it they don't their mentality is not to commit to fight us their mentality is to kill a few ships and then whoop off that's which they literally all they've been do so like what happens is we jump in they try to kill something they get really close we kill one serb and they freak out and warp off they're not willing to try something else they only try one or two primaries and they don't you know, they don't take the time to try to work mm. through it a little bit, like you sometimes can do and pull the fight back, you know. 
Um, they're not willing to try that, so they just go and then they just bleed these Serbs over these grids, you know, three or four grids. They'll bleed four, five, six, seven, eight Serbs, and then they're gone. Yeah, Benelux, get 10 Bomber Arts, you're going to be fine. For <laughs> oh, God's sake. That's no, all, no, in, no. The, in, in the chat, they're going to walk right into you. Easy snacks. In the chat, someone asked about our first opponent for this Alliance Open. Oh, yeah, uh, we should talk about that. Because we're fighting against, like, probably the best team in the game in our first match. So, Vydra, we're playing against Vydra Loaded. Um, that was, yeah, I mean, I watched it live on the stream when Bay RJ made the brackets, and I just thought, typical, we're either going to lose because we, get, we have a first match against Vydra, or we're going to get jammed. That was basically it. Like, but, just, so, wait a second, does the tournament actually have a loser bracket? Or like yeah, your... it's double elimination. So we do like oh. we could run through the, the, the you know we could run through the um, the losers bracket. In fact, this is the last time this happened was five years ago or something or four years ago when we f our first match was Hydra reloaded, uh, and then we lost, and then we we had a, a run in the losers bracket where we played six matches in a row and won them all, and then we, I think we lost to. I can't remember who we lost to. Maybe PL or something. I can't remember. So maybe it'll be like that this time around. But yeah, kind of tr annoying that we're fighting Vyager, But you know, we'll just we're gonna try and win. So you know, and it's a bit different this time around. I don't know if you know Pando. Like they have like wild oh. cards, and like so like every team can like submit or has submitted uh, limited edition ships they can fly because it's not on TQ this time around. This tournament is it on? Uh... What's it's, it on, it's on Thunderdome. Yeah. So Which like, is weird. So I think one. So you said you told me earlier too. Like, so they weren't allowed to call it alliance tournament, and I kind yeah, of do agree with that. I kind of yeah, it's no, not the yeah. alliance tournament, right? It's something I, else. So I agree. Like they they sh the alliance tournament is a tournament that is historic and has like a an esteem and a status in the game of like you know these people are going to you know risk loads of money to play in these matches but they um they called it uh, the alliance open because it's kind of like i'm pretty sure that like uh ccp were just like okay let's give them a tournament uh you know we'll give them a tournament to do <laughs> like, or something <laughs> i'm pretty sure yeah. they're just like that sounds so like, negative i think they like, i think they want to i mean they said they want to push in that direction that you know people are more able to pull their own tournaments off so they support I'm sure someone came to them and said, like, hey, we want to do this. Can you support us, right? No, yeah. I mean, even T are the ones, the guys that run it. Uh, and they're, you know, they're amazing. Um, like, their production. Like, the last Alliance tournament, which was two years ago Wait, now, they did it? the... Sorry? Like, who's running it? It's, like, uh, it's going to be run by the Eve NT guys, which is, like, the people that did the run, like, Eve, Eve Nottingham, and they did Eve London... Like Bay Art J and uh, Nash and Elise is involved as well. See and a few other people that are, you know help out and there's probably a lot of people that I've forgotten, but they are the ones that they did. Um, they pretty much did the full like you know studio setup for the Alliance tournament two years ago. They took they took it off CTP, so they did they ran it themselves. Um, so like they you know they're more than capable of doing it themselves, but I think in terms of CTP's angle. So I spoke to Ragnarok at Eve London. I think that they're kind of not really convinced that the Alliance tournament adds much to the game, uh, especially to like prizes as well. One of the big things was prizes about how they're mm. kind of 
don't really they benefit like a few people or something i can't remember but i think this this tournament i think the prizes for this one are skins or and money i think yeah you know I, what i think i kind of changed my opinion on the alliance tournament i never participated in it i always like i mean in the background maybe came up with some doctrines or like some ideas i kind of like theory crafting what a surprise so mm. when i have some something good i would approach someone uh but i never participated in it um so i always look from the outside and i always thought like ugh, it's kind of the same people winning and for a time it was like that it was pl and hydra dominating right so that's true uh, it always felt like uh these guys they're so far ahead kind of and they have their little club which they can train with and they have like this massive advantage which i think <laughs> they had a bit of an advantage then put alliance tournament ships on top of that right they can approach that with like the confidence to fear those right even if they lose a few they don't have to care anymore because that alliance tournament team probably has like plenty more yeah so that's another little bit of an advantage so it always felt like that i'm not sure if it's like as bad as it felt back then but then when it was gone i was also missing that whole thing there was always that event once a year right you had a fan fest and then you had the alliance tournament right so you had yeah. those two events yeah. that you could always looking forward to and i underestimated how much i'm gonna miss alliance tournaments to be quite honest because i think I was a lot always, of people you know, i think a lot of people had the same thing as well like i think a lot of people now miss it more than they realize like yeah. since it's gone but like, i do agree that there is like definitely like the sort of the sort of like clique of like the the big teams that like are like all know each other and mostly most of us train against each other um i know that obviously vider and you know you know hydra would train together in prior years and, and my team and tuskers would train together you know and then you'd have pl and nc dot train together so like all that the, the big teams sort of just scrim against each other and then the skill gap is massive but i actually would say that like the skill gap has gotten especially in the alliance tournament the last one um it got there's a lot more good teams now than they were like five years ago the the, yeah. the level has gotten up you know there's the more teams that are coming into the fray like and being you know really good but i understand like it's quite intimidating do you know what i mean like for some newer teams to be playing against you know yeah hydra could lose a or you know a, a maracha or something in a match it doesn't really matter they probably got two more who cares you know for them but if it wins in the match because because that's another thing about the at the prizes are so worth it you know putting an at ship on the line was nothing compared to what you're going to win which is trillions of isk do you know so yeah but there were some amazing matches, do you know? Like when PL and Hydra were fielding, I think one of the matches was like a trillion isk on the field. Yeah. And Shadoo was going mental. Do you remember that? He was actually losing his shit because there was like <laughs> so much money on the line. And he was, I think he was shouting, was standing up. I, I was watching that thinking, this is amazing. You know, you just you just don't get those matches now where it's like, you know, PL, I think PL fielded like Maraches and then I think Hydra had Natana or something. And it's just like, you know, and absolutely, like, both teams are probably just like, shit, well, <laughs> you know, we're gonna, one of us is going to lose a lot of money in this match. Yeah. And, you know, losing a money, losing a game of Natana, which we've done, uh, we've lost Natana once uh, in, in 2018-13, uh, that's pretty terrible. And we didn't even come top three. So we just, like, threw away, you know, 200 bill in the match. <laughs> it was gone, you know, yeah. so... 
you know what just uh, someone on reddit i today i just skipped over reddit and someone asked for the most expensive losses and a lot of those are actually alliance settlements and shout out to tiana who actually had i think the fifth highest isk loss ever in the game according to zika which was a re rebezo in uh in rebezos yeah yeah but now but now we've got obviously my team owns a bunch of alliance tournament ships um and quite frankly they are pretty much useless now oh really like like what's that well like too expensive why because why yeah. no but why would you use them in any case there's no alliance tournament when we get okay do you want to do a rebezo yes, fleet okay. Yeah, it's not a good investment <laughs> you know, anymore. Yeah, it's like there's, you know, people have malices. What are you going to use a malice for in a TQ? Like, are you going to go yeah. and mute something and just sit there and that's it? <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. going to... They're not really, like, designed, unfortunately. And I do agree with this for CTP. They're not designed for TQ. They're, like, sort of... They were... They, they were and they weren't. They were mainly designed to, like, benefit Alliance Tournament. Yeah. so what what would you think if they would would have said like okay instead of like how many blueprints did they hand out usually I think it was 50 50 per 50 ship. that's a lot right yeah so it goes quickly there's not i tell you what there's not many atanas left it's probably yeah, about atanas, i mean there's a couple of those ships that are really good eight, in alliance there's eight there's eight or nine left yeah and then atanas rabisus obviously they're super strong because you have that one key logi ship and their logis right so they're just yeah, so much. strong in that very important role. Um, but then there's other tournament, uh, alliance tournament ships that aren't that popular anyway. That you can't oh, no. really get cheap. Right? Freki, Freki's a off U two, terrible. Yeah. We like... kept, we kept actually an U two from PL once. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. I mean they're terrible. A lot of them are. You know, I know someone that owns a Guardian Vexer. I don't know if you've if you've even heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I I know right? someone too. Like he won it in <laughs> on. Uh, um, Soma Blink of all places. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he showed me it, and uh, I think he quit the game or something. And uh, uh, yeah, it's like it's terrible. Do you know what I mean? Like the bonuses are still the same bonuses from 2007. So, like for people that don't know, the Guardian Vexer can fill ten drones. Yeah, it's a it's basically a, a Navy Vexer with ten drones. And no, it's worse than a Navy Vexer. It's worse than. <laughs> yeah well it's i mean there's only there's only like two or so in the game so there's like yeah there's only a few yeah yeah you're asking for buffs though fleet i'd love the name the guardian vexer to be buffed that'd be really good do you know, do you know <laughs> if the guardian vexer had the same stats as a vex navy issue it'd do 1400 dps from a cruiser yeah i mean that's what it should have no i think that they should obviously it's too late to like change any at ship stats and they're going to be in the game, and there'll be collectible it items for as long as the AT doesn't exist. Their purpose will be gone to a certain degree, especially the Italians yeah. and Rebeezes. But what I wanted to ask, actually, like, what if they would cut that down and say, okay, the first place you get five cruisers, the second place you get five frigates, and the third place you get like I don't know, maybe one. A pat on the back, or <laughs> <laughs> well, well you done. Can, you can come. You can come up with something. You know, maybe you can. I you think... can say the first place gets five cruisers, two frigates, or like something like like mix it up. But numbers are way lower, right? So they don't yeah. have an uh, like a massive impact. 
necessarily, but at the same time, the price would then go up and you would have a the, massive impact. The right? lot, I'll say, I sold Rabisu, I don't care saying, a long time ago. When, I first, when we first won, I, mean, I sold one to Entity, he's a collector dude. I think I sold it, oh, was it to NC? Anyway, I don't know who I sold it to, but it was for 300, I sold it for 360 bill. 360? Yeah, and there's no way, and you look at the forums now, they're all 160. And they're going down and down and down. That is because, weird. Because, like, no, because you can't... What are you going to use them for? Like, there's no... You know, there's no AT or anything. So, like... But the last time I spoke to CCP at an event, they said that they don't like the, the Alliance Tournament ship prize idea. I think that's going to be... If there is an AT, that won't be a thing anymore. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It's hard to tell how much impact they had in general. But yeah, the price tag was just a little bit much, right? To make well, I... very rich people even richer in the game. It's true, well. but like it's one of the reasons why like like my team, you know, we've only won we've won once and came third. But like it is one of the reasons why, you know, we put so much effort into it. It's because I know, yeah. the payout the payout is so you know, like worth it it's so worth the time to put in to right. win and honestly that's one of the reasons why i never participated i think because i always knew like if you want to get far you have to put in effort like you do not yeah. just some effort like you would have to do like every day almost like leading up to it it comes close to every day like training sessions yeah definitely i mean we do like especially in the last tournament we did we trained with tuskers four times a week and that was like and then towards the end it was nearly every day every day or even on the off days we'd just be doing theory crafting and just thinking about you know setups <laughs> shut up cable he says oh no you have to put an effort to win it but yeah i well, mean cable... it's a legit thing though it's a legit argument though when i say like i wasn't willing to put that much effort into it i wasn't hyped enough for the format to do this right he's got to give him a little clap because then he win he came first today on the thing on the on the, the what is it the what's it called the, the arena stuff the uh yeah the i don't know what it's called yeah he's gonna get like a he's number one uh uh filament guy to you know <laughs> number one, <laughs> number, one, number one, nice. one <laughs> i don't know what it's called number one <laughs> arena number one abyssal pvp in eve online sorry miranda your mic always cuts out yeah there's another mic active i think I don't know what that is. It might be an issue with my mumble here. I'm at my Discord. It's okay. Sorry. I'm not solo, sure if I fix it. Solo God Cable Looter. But yeah, Cable Looter's been on my Alliance Tournament team for a long time. And he will understand that we used to train a lot. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of, it is a lot of effort, especially for like the theory crafting team who like spend days, oh, not days, like, you know, months, you know, especially. You know, I remember. I remember when the Alliance tournament was definitely on. We'd start theory crafting before the rules came out. Yeah, but, that's what we used to do. But people love theory crafting, though, right? It's not like they do. Yeah, that's my that's my jam, kind of. You know? So that kind of effort, I'm willing to put in at any time. It's but, just uh, playing. You don't like that, playing the game. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. <laughs> but the the whole like training every day, training, like, getting yeah. people organized every day for this and that, like. You know, it just, you know, the whole package is a little bit much. And I always decided, like, I always thought about it, and I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather is... take my guys out for roams, right? Be True. I mean, that's another thing, right? If you, 
if you feel like you're kind of responsible for your dudes to enjoy the game, not everyone is in the AT team, right? So if you're in Alliance FC or, um, or be it even a Corp FC, then you might just make that decision, say like, okay, my, my Corp or Alliance stuff goes first and then, you know, you simply don't have the time, like the spare time to put... No, I know, definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I, I had a lot of time. I was at uni when we like won. No, I wasn't at uni. I was in like college, like high school or some, something. So I had <laughs> had that um, unlimited time to yeah. play even online. Um, but like I think uh, training is is detrimental to a success for a team. About how how much you train. Detrimental. Yeah, it is. The the more you train, the more you play as a group. The more you understand and get used to everybody flying, and the more everyone flies the same ships over and over and over again for months the more they're going to get better and the whole team will get better. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's, that's how, how you win. Everything. Sorry? Yeah, but that's kind of how it works with everything. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like, you know, what we try and do in my team is I, I will have like, you know, definitely in years prior, you know, you just have your hyena pilot and that's it. That person will just fly the hyena for about four months. Usually it was TikTok um, and that's all he'd do and he'd, just fly the, he'd be the best hyena pilot. And just focus on doing that, you know. Yeah. Fly only one ship. Well, yeah, yeah. Just to get the get, become the best pilot ever. We actually trained against Wolf's teams as well. Yeah, they trained against my team. Yeah. Oh, so you have like alliance you... tournament history outside Volta? Uh, I mean, obviously no. outside. Or like, Our, yeah, my alliance tournament history outside of Volta is um, two different teams, uh, both teams. We never practiced, and we one time forgot to submit our our flagship. <laughs> it sounds like all how, how did that go? Well. How did that go? Wolf? <laughs> well, did um, we did win some matches actually. I don't know how, um, but we did, and so we made we, we came out isk positive just by entering and winning a couple of matches because the skins we sold were uh, worth it. So oh, that, that was yeah. good. This year we're actually taking it seriously under this old alliance. We had uh, the weekend warriors. And we've actually been practicing, and we did practice against Starfleet. Um, but unfortunately, Starfleet isn't even the number one logic pilot on his team, so I don't know how many matches we actually got to play against him. No, we have uh, a we have a uh, I have a Ryloid, if people know who Ryloid is. Uh, uh, he's he's like kind of sort of becoming uh, up and coming star in the team. He's taking over the logi role. <laughs> you know how it is. He's an up and coming. Uh, no, he's he's a good he's a, he's a really good pilot and he's a good logi pilot and you know apparently for some reason we don't lose any ships when he's lodging so I just thought okay I'm hands off he can logi all the matches uh, but he we do like obviously lots you know logi frig so we obviously logi frig together but um no just to be just to make sure everyone's aware like Wolf is in my alliance but for the purposes of this tournament they had to like leave the alliance and join their other alliance to like uh, be ele- main on this other alliance but we're still yeah, Volta. To, yeah. to be we're eligible Volta. Yeah. yeah to be eligible for, for the team um, our first match is against goons and then i think we have if we win that it would be against warlords if you so win that you win the war for uh, <laughs> pan fam yeah i think i i'm pretty sure that if goon swarm lose the ao goons completely capitulate Oh man, we're gonna get evicted Ma- after that. Then the, the Matani will just give up if they lose the AO. Get oh, wait sure. a second, guys. So if you're in Volta with your main, like, is it allowed to enter with another alliance? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're not as strict or, then. 
Oh we no, we move our mains. No, no, we had to move our mains out of the alliance by October thirty-first, uh, and uh, join this old alliance with our mains, and then we enter under that name. We so spoke we about it as to, well. Yeah, right. we did have to move our mains out and uh, actually be in weekend wars with our mains. So, and Bay messaged me and was just like, "You're not going to collude, are you?" I was like, "No, like." I think we've trained with you like once or twice, like literally in the last twice, yeah. twice in the last, you know, I don't know how long. You know. Um, yeah, but they they wanted to make sure that we weren't like doing an A and a B team, and we're not. Just to confirm. Nah, we we always intended to do the AT. I think I took Starfleet by surprise by telling him, "Oh yeah, by the way." Uh, yeah, I literally you know, was not seeing it coming. I was like, in a few weeks. Serious? I was like, yeah. "Really? You're gonna do an AT team?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "You can do that." Yeah. We're actually taking it. We're we are actually practicing and scrimming, and I'm not running it. It's another guy named Hansi Babes who did it, and he he does more stuff like this than I do. So he it's, it's kind of his his thing. Uh, but he's doing a good job of just keeping us practicing and keeping us going. I wouldn't say we're on Volta level, but you know. I'll definitely um I'll definitely plug it plug it plug it for them. It's next Saturday. Oh, one minute. Yeah, when is the like, yeah, is it the, the first set of matches of Saturday? It's oh. next Saturday. Next Saturday, we've got uh, some yeah big. Uh, I guess the big match to watch is us versus Vyger that day because the, it's the match with the two only the only two well, big it, teams that in it is, face each other. Uh, in it is fighting Saturday too. I think. Who who are you fighting? I think uh, in is against. Uh, I forgot actually. Everyone's fighting on Saturday. Everyone's playing on Saturday. Okay, all like, right. All... So everyone has a Everybody... match on Saturday. Okay. Everyone's got a match on Saturday. Uh, you're playing. What's your team name? Oh, initiative. You're playing against 420 MLG ah, Twin Turbo 3000. Yeah. Oh, Belgium's alliance. <laughs> that's gonna be. That's gonna yeah, be fun. I, wait, I like. I hope they're gonna beat them. Like, oh, I can roll it. I, I'm hyped for this tournament. I am actually. Like, I'm really. I just really want to like watch you know some matches and also i love watching random teams because some of you know the setups that they make are just brilliant you know it's really funny there was one setup where a guy they all anchored on him and he flew them all out of the arena by mistake and <laughs> half of, half of his team went out the arena that have i'll have to find it for you guys well, if you uh, anchor in at that's kind of what you deserve <laughs> yeah he anchored in at and he flew out the arena and like three of his teammates like all in serbs yeah, they flew out the arena. Um, yeah, I mean, imagine that. God. <laughs> oh, I I thought like, oh shit, like if commander stars were allowed, right? You could just fucking <laughs> just grab. You'll be. And... <laughs> oh my god! Here we uh, go. That would be so. If that was allowed, well, we were allowed. fighting against like, each you're other. Allowed. You just can't. Boosh. No, you can't. Bo- I mean, I'm sorry. That would be such a. a I know. Oh I know. That would be like, beautiful. That's what you wanted wanted to say, right? You could just you could just have like. <laughs> just have like met, met Vindy's at 15 and just jump on top of them. Straight. Oh no, don't! I don't hear. I don't listen to that. <laughs> not, don't give them ideas. I might be listening. Have you ever participated, Pendo? No, like no, like I said, like I never, I never participated. I was just like on the outside a little bit, like help them out and stuff. That's so surprising to me, just because you know the stuff that you've come up with in the past. It just seems like it'd be kind of something you'd really enjoy. Yeah, the theory craft, like I said earlier, right? Like the theory crafting part, I always like I I did sit down and made some setups, like what could work point wise and all that stuff. I always like that just for fun, right? I didn't go overboard with it. And when I had like good setups, I would go to all guys and say like, "Hey, what about this?" But uh, they they kind of do their own thing, right? So um, like I don't want to 
get too involved because then it would be weird too right so i always stayed away from it let them have their own thing and most of the time they just do it like for fun right they're not taking it as serious as you guys did right so we always had some guys that liked it they liked the format format and then they trained a couple of times they're like all right we understand the rules let's go <laughs> right sometimes in some years they take it more serious and some in some years they take it less serious i think this year uh they did a little bit more um because i don't know people just had like enough um motivation energy and they, they trained a little bit more so i'm curious how far they can go yeah fair enough but yeah yeah Shout i think uh, yeah i think um or AOT. It's going to be it's AO. Yeah, you got to get it right. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting and good fun for uh, you know just have have a have like a because I, I like you said I do miss sort of you know we would have had like a tournament to watch like and people like it was it's a, a fight it's an event that people can watch and like it's it's you know I feel like I was actually thinking the other day actually this is a random thing that I was thinking about. When was the last time that CCP have done like an actual CCP fleet of Abaddon's? And CCP fleet with Abaddon's? Yeah, because I remember they used to do this like quite often back in 2012. They do like they get the oh, entire company and they do like a, an Abaddon fleet. Like and they'd they have did like those really fleet with did... Bjorn not not too long ago. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking like like they did like everybody in the office. It'd be like 50 CCP employees with like and they'd have uh, 2016. Maybe I'm right. Yeah, Cable's right. And they should do that again. And they'd have all those. They'd have those implants that are, like really strong, in. So like they'd be like mm. really heavily tanked battleships. They should do like more, like stuff like that because it sort of creates content. It's fun. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. they did the death fleet with Bjorn, but I think there was 25 people because they were filamented. I'm not entirely sure. And they did the Zeppi boys, and the day after the Zeppi boys got a buff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i just i was just watching a video of like ccp against pl and it's like you know you've got like you know Soundwave is there and starscream and i think dolan wasn't yeah, if you remember dolan ccp dolan yeah was and <laughs> what was like, his name michael bolton the third michael bolton the third that's his name but like you know i just miss those sort of like events that they used to do where they used to do like battleship fleets and they'd you know and well, uh, you know what was that fleet that came through Pure Blind the other day? Yeah, that. Yeah, but that was like five devs and some ISD. It's not like they a. Ran, they ran away, like cowards. They did run away. <laughs> yeah, that was a, actually Panda. I'll tell you about this. That was actually a really interesting fight that could have happened, but kind of did, but didn't. At one point, there was five fleets on the same grid in battle cruisers, and no one was on anyone's team. Yeah. But did everyone know? That's sometimes that's no, the problem. I think right? no, no, I fleet think number five did. wops onto the grid and they're like, "Shit, they're bad for everyone." Bob off, was, right? And like everyone the, else is like, "What? What just happened?" Yeah, it was like the ISD fleet was rolling through, and we were we ended up forming battle cruisers, and everybody else did. Yeah, and um, Trigger Happy had a fleet, a Drake Navy fleet with with uh, TP with toilet paper, and they chased them. Banderlog saw this, took a Ferox fleet. We saw it, took our fleet. And then as we jumped in, we primarily like one thing and everybody, every fleet. Everyone left. The, like, like, and everyone we just thought like, oh, all these other fleets must be on the same side. Let's all get off grid. They all like, had the same thought at the same time and everything uh, worked. It's just and unlucky we, then. Right. And we downshipped as well to hurricanes because we run hurricane fleet issues to like 
make it more approachable, right? And we thought this would be good, and this would be a great fight. And yeah, everyone, we jump in, we shoot one ship, and literally every fleet warps off. Eventually, everybody kind of trickled back, like kind of like re- like had a breath, and we're like, oh, okay, maybe maybe we can go back and fight. Yeah, we kind of there, was a, there was a dark side fleet as well, Gila's. Yeah. I mean, so sometimes people don't like they have to read the situation first, and you read it wrong, and you think like you're completely on number, and then it turns out like actually, you know, you can take yeah, yeah. it. Happens. It happens. Like yeah, it's just you know. funny to watch four different fleets all warp off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <funny. laughs> oh, we're gonna get. Oh, we're gonna blow up to get out. It was good. That was a. I've never. That's been a long time since I've seen like you know, four or five fleets in the same system, and no one's on anyone's team. Like everyone's completely in, not sure fighting. I've ever seen it four. Five yeah, it's very fleets. rare, you know. Like mm. it, it was a very odd day, wasn't it? Wolf of uh, usually what happens day. right away is like someone's calling the other guy because oh, yeah, 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 boom, yeah. there's a deal yeah. in place, and then suddenly there's Let's two team fleets. Up with... Yeah, that worked <laughs> Let's together. kill bandologs. Yeah, <laughs> I think we actually kind of. <laughs> I could say this: we kind of did well, that with Darkseid, well, and then we kind of just. <laughs> I don't know. We just saw because the dark side was hate. was like we were. I know. We were... I kind of told them to there like was... that's yeah. There was a situation where dark side and us were the only two fleets left on grid, so we warped onto dark side as they bounced to attack the cold. It was really good timing for us, and we warped them. We were just killing Gila's. We were like trading. They were killing some hurricane fleet issues, and then the banner like fleet warped in. I don't feel like dark side did like stop shooting us. I I think we killed too <laughs> I many Gila's. <laughs> I don't think we had a deal. If we did, they definitely didn't care. I said let's sort of kill the band of the fleet, but I think we just got yeah. carried away killing. But yeah, I think that I forgot that conversation was there. And then by that point, we killed 10 gearers. And then it was just kind of like, well, we kind of killed a third of their fleet. And then, yeah, well, Sorry. dealings didn't really work. Hello, I was going to say. Well, but, it was yeah. like after we killed Gila's that the Benelog fleet warped in, so it's too late. Like, there's no deal to be had. No, point, but... we did do that. Who did we do that to? Well, we actually, like, pretended to fight. Do you remember? Not anybody that day. No, 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 not that day, a different day. We, were, we actually we actually pretended to fight, and we they sacrificed one of their ships to make it look like we were killing them. And then that actually prompted one of the fleets to warp in to, like, kill us, and then we just turned on them straight away. I don't remember. Maybe it was Bandlogs. I can't remember what it was. I think it... I don't yeah. know who it was. We, I, I told the guy, uh, it was Bandalogs. Yeah, someone said it was Bandalogs in fleet, and they like the t- the guys. I think it was Darkseid again, and they like, they said they like did a random number or something uh, to kill one of their own ships or something to make it look like they we were won fighting. The lottery. Like mm. there isn't like some poor guy in fleet did the it wrong, got the wrong. It's <laughs> like the sacrifice, sacrificial person to die to make it look like we were fighting. Xix, it was with Xix. Sorry, it wasn't uh, with. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't with Van. It wasn't Dark Side. Xix were here. They had like some rant for some reason. They had a fleet up here, and then Banders actually walked back in, and then we immediately just switched onto Bandlogs. Yeah. Hey guys, yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but go for it. There's a couple of things. Like I had actually questions wrote down. Like I always write some down. And one thing that I really wanted to bring up is the ESS thing, because I'm pretty sure you probably you guys are probably looking at that too. And so since we're already over half an hour, uh, one and a half hours, uh, you guys got some thoughts on that? Like, do you care? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Well, um, we're crabs now, so <laughs> we're gonna defend our risk. Uh, well, you can, you will do, right? My understanding isn't 
I don't have that. I have look, We've looked at it a little bit, and it seems like you can't. It's gated, right? And then you have to. You're in a bubble where you can't micro drive. So that sounds to me like phantasms and nightmares are kind of going to be the way to defend it. Yeah. Things that get afterburner bonuses of some kind, something like that. Yeah, or hundred men fits in general. Yeah. Like slippery stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I don't know. I'm. I had had this experience with Blackout. I don't know. Maybe I think other Volta members have a different perspective. But going back to stuff like Blackout, stuff that swings really, really hard in favor of making it really tedious or difficult to do something for people in Nullsec to get ISK, often results in them just not doing it because there's still other ways in the game to actually make more ISK. And so even though this used to be effortless, now it's potentially a lot more effortful. And so. I think that that might have the kind of the side effect, good or bad for the overall health of the game, that people are going to stop being out in space as much as they were right now. Yeah, that's pretty much aligned with what I said on Talking in Stations what, yesterday, two days ago, when like Bionbi was on that too, and we were talking about it. Bionbi is super hyped about it. He made a corp to like start like small gang stuff. And I think solo, maybe up to five people, they will get fights out of these. But mm. as soon as you go over five, I think it's it's going to be tough to get a fight because most yeah. people are going to be like, eh, risk of getting just, you know, memed in the plex because you're getting scrimmed when you whoop in. It's, the chance is just so high. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much, it's exactly what I said, actually. Nightmares, right? It's probably the way to go. To, the, the way to go. I don't um, know. I think it's kind of... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not really that hyped about it, to be honest. I think it's... Yeah, you know, it scrams all ships, and you know, yeah, like we said, like Phantasm Nightmares are going to be a thing. Like, um, I haven't really looked into it too deeply, so I don't actually know. Like, obviously, like it comes, you know, you can steal it at a certain time, uh, and it'll have X amount of money in it, right? Or is it like, yeah? So, I, I don't know if I understand it hundred percent. To be quite honest, I think <laughs> so. You have like, let's say, you get a hundred mil, right? Then 50 mil of that goes into the main bank. And then a couple of mil goes into the reserve bank. Yeah. The reserve bank, you, to empty that, you need a key, right? So you need to come in with that key. I'm not sure if it's an investment, that key, or if it's like super cheap. I don't know. But the main bank empties every three hours, right? So the maximum that can be in the main bank is always whatever the value is they read it or half the value of what they read it in the last three hours at the, that's the maximum right but usually like you have to hit the timing to get that full value yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know how much value is going to be in those at any given time for you to steal i'm guessing it's going to be the 200 300 mil mark which is nice which is better if you look at it from a very small scale perspective right so uh, yeah, yeah i one guy two guys three guys you can, you can make money. Like, I was going to say, like, you know, the other, the other change they made of, like, now, like, the more you write in the system, the less sites spawn, right? And that's, I don't know if that's happened yet or it's, well, it's going to happen, right? The dynamic bounties is what you're talking about. Yeah, that yeah. thing. Yeah, that's going to have a... Two yeah. changes happen. Yeah, go on. I was going to say, yeah, like, if those two things happen, it's just going to be even worse. Because, like, the site, like, I think this would be really worth it if, like, it kind of like if this mass if a system has like so many rat kills then it's going to prompt people to go there because the 
the the ESS is gonna be like just a piggy bank of like billions of ISK, right? Yeah. Like, but now it's gonna be like with the other change, it's it's pr- the other change is promoting ratters to spread out, right? I think we'd agree. It both That's... promotes ratters to spread out. I yeah, but say. but but the ESS now, like it spreads it spreads like the money out, so that the the money in ESS is even less. Yeah, I like, agree. I across agree. all the systems, so it's like it's to. not even. Yeah, it's not it's not worth it. It's not wor- like it's not worth it. Kill the ratting you know, ship. You get more money than the ESS. So, I think Beyond B had a legit point. So Beyond said, it's not always about the money, right? Sometimes it's about sending a message. So you, you warp in. He, that dude, he, he probably doesn't matter how much money that is. Sometimes you warp in, you, you start stealing his shit. He's just like, it might be one mil, might be two mil, might be a hundred mil. It doesn't, doesn't even make a difference to some people, right? So they might just warp in there anyway. That's if it feels engageable, right? So if it's like one, two guys, like they might just do that and grab like one buddy. But... That's the that's the thing why I uh, think like bigger fleets of bigger bigger uh, gangs will have trouble finding fights with these because everyone is going to be a little bit more sped out. The defenders will have a more more of a hard time finding their bodies quickly to defend, right? Because their bodies are spread out everywhere. Right? They might be like so, five constellations away, and they're like, eh, no, I don't feel like forming up for this right now. My ticks are great. See ya, right? So. Um, yeah, I think that this also incentivizes uh, like smaller groups. If you look at us or even just say Banderlogs or something, this is a harder change for a smaller group with fewer time zone coverage, I think, for us to deal with in the sense that we don't really want to have to group up to do all this all the time, probably. And I'm guessing Banderlogs don't want to do it either. Like small groups so, are going to have a harder time, I think, compared to a So wait a group. second. <sighs> I don't know. Just, so I, just so I know, you have to go around and collect your own money. They have no, to pe- everyone, no, no, no. Everyone, no, no like, to defend it is what you're talking about, right? He's got to defend it. So, like, yeah. So every three hours, it's gonna pay out. So God, if you more things to defend, like, I mean, <laughs> yes. So I like it overall, right? I'm gonna say that straight up. I can't. I like it. I think an ESS rework has been overdue for a long time, right? I mean, I feel like there's more potential there, and like some things are not. 100% on point like the scrim it is weird to me that you walk in and you're scrimmed you can't MJD mm-hmm. you can't scrim that asks for like doctrines designed to meme people like to just get in get at range wait for them to walk in blob them right you can't cloak you can't do anything really right uh, you know it's it's a little bit whatever can I address yeah. my thought on this so I talked about it before um Okay, so this isn't necessarily like my viewpoint, but it's a viewpoint that I understand that other people have that are angry about this change. Um, about like what Norman's saying about some people just want to rat and chill. It's like I said a few episodes ago where it's like, you know, people who PvP and Eve think that the way that you play Eve is PvP, but that's not, you know, necessarily the way that everybody wants to play Eve. And the great thing about Eve is that there are so many different approaches that you can have to playing the game, whether you want to do like industry and market training or you want to rat or you want to mine this, you know, I mean, ultimately it's all up to the way that CCP wants to steer their game. So if they want to steer the game towards, you know, PVP, then the people who want to just sit and chill after work 
you know, for a few hours and rat and not have to worry about stuff are going to be punished for that. Eventually, maybe they'll steer it so far to PvP that it turns into the game that everyone talks about where it's like, you know, don't undock unless you don't want to fight someone. But the reality is that's just how some people want to play the game. And so they're away from that, which is going to piss some people off. And it's not about people like what Cable said, saying like, oh, no, you have to put effort into making ISK other than just grinding red crosses. That's not really like what they're complaining about. Like the effort that you have to put in to make a significant amount of money in EVE is not just grinding red crosses. It's more than that. It's it's I, about, yeah. Yeah, I get that point. And I also brought that up on uh, the Talking Stations episode because yeah, like, we want people to be in space ultimately, right? We are the guys that say like, "Hey, everyone should PvP all day," and I truly so believe. Rat- to hunt. Say sorry, say that again. If there's no ratters, then there's exactly. no one. Exactly. Exactly. That's where I was going with this because, like, we want PvP, like all the time, and we want to hunt people that might not want to PvP us in that moment, right? Uh, but if it's if it's too far towards the pvp side if it's too like, if it's not worth it doing the pve uh part then you will you won't see these guys right you saw that in blackout i know some people still to this day yeah the rock nerfs. or the rocker nerfs yeah you have less rockers in space and stuff um yeah. in space now huh there's like no rockles in space now well every now and then you find some in low sec you know, stuff. I've got eyes on you. Right? I'm just saying. Right? <laughs> but some people put out rockets there. Yeah, but yeah, it you need I to have that yeah. balance where it's still worth for them to undock. And I feel like if you go too far with it, like people just want to like. How many times have we talked about like yeah the the game like people are, like are getting old and stuff. They don't have the time to be just hardcore. Sometimes they want to log in grind some things and and have a like a decent time and yeah they will die every now and then but they can deal with it but if it's skewed if it's like they're skewed too much towards the other aspect they might just stop doing that and that's probably not good overall right yeah and that's what i kind of was, was talking about at first was just i, I don't want it to be such a, a a tedious thing that there's nobody for me to go kill if I like, I'm all about getting good fights. That's all I really care about, if I'm being honest. And so, if this mechanic results in me in a fleet setting or even small gang getting more good fights, and it's not so tedious for, you know, people who are grabbing or ratting to actually, you know, be able to defend it, and then I can still force some fights, then I'd, I'd maybe be for it. Uh, maybe I still am. I don't know. I, I just yeah. don't know that much about how it's going to work. So it, I think, it comes so, down to that is the balancing of that. So I don't think it's going to be... I think they hit the balance quite okay. Honestly. I, I kept thinking about it, ran the math a little bit. If you think about it, at any given time in a system, people are going to be a little bit more spread out. You're not going to have five supers reading in the same system. I mean, maybe as a bait, but in general, they're not going to boost that bank up to like an insane amount. right? So yeah, it's going to be, I would guess, 100 mil per hour 
with like one or two redders, right? Kind of around that area. So then let's say on average, you will show up one and a half hours into the cycle, right? It's the middle of the cycle because the cycle is three hours. So it would be 300 mil total, but only half of it is in the bank. So you can steal 150 mil. And then it's like, it's not the end of the world uh, for the redders to every now and then lose up to 150 mil, right? Mm. It's probably going to be around the 100 mil mark. I'm guessing that you will find in those ESS. And uh, so you could make that argument, okay, there's not enough incentive then for them to show up. But if you look back at the current ESS, it's a, it's a step forward, definitely, right? Because nobody mm. uses them in the first place. And if they use them, you know, there's not a whole lot of ISK in there either. So uh, I think it's it's a good change overall. If it's it's not perfect, it will never be, I think. Uh, I just rolling this fun. out with the bounty changes at the same time is, is, I mean, it's just a lot at one time for people who want to focus on, on ratting. Unless, of yeah. course, like what Don was saying before, with them actually buffing bounties to kind of compensate for the change with the dynamic system which they actually did say right so at first people i didn't, I didn't just say it i just heard don say it yeah they said so on average because it's a dynamic system right on average uh 70 percent of the systems will kind of start out where they are right now and then some will start out with more uh like potential gain or whatever and then some like a few uh, will have less um and then it goes from there so overall people can make better uh isk to a degree but it's not a crazy one but they took advantage of the actual dynamic bounty if they bounce system to system they could right that's the idea if yeah they between systems like that and actually took advantage of the multiplier then they potentially could make more yeah i guess yeah well and i guess my question too is like so the way i understood it is that it has like the stasis of it being at zero so if it becomes active and then no one rats or does anything in that system again is it going to stay as like an active system or is it going to slowly like take back to stasis so if um, you're if you rat out a system and it goes down to the negative if you just leave it alone does it go back to normal or do you have to like go force pvp in there to bring it back up to normal i think that'll have a big effect in it too because like you said dragoon if if it balances itself out like that then yeah you can take advantage of it and you just go right out of system until it goes down and then hop to another system and rat it out until it goes down and you can just cycle that way if it fixes itself but if it doesn't fix itself then i can see with you know blocks where people are ratting constantly you're like all your systems are just going to be ratted out and then people are just going to start forcing like fraudulent pvp fights so that they can get their dynamic bounty back up to go rat some more yeah people yeah, start curious. doing alliance tournaments in their alliance <laughs> in their ratting yeah. pockets right yeah what's that <laughs> Has that been addressed, actually? I'm actually really curious about that, because that, that was the first thing I saw when I thought of when I saw that system of PvP. Everyone thought that. You know, adding to your multiplayer. Yeah, I exactly. Bet. Of course, I, it's this, this the first thing. Have they addressed that? So it is ISK value-based, uh, I'm pretty uh, sure. Okay. Like, I, I think they said that, right? That was the first question. Is it ships? Like, amount of ships killed? Like, am I going to blow up 500? <laughs> it would be sh- <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Corvettes. What I mean, right. you're gonna see, you're gonna see people, you know, Corvette, Corvettes. Is, yeah. <laughs> Let's noob ships like thousands dying, genocide. Noob ship genocide. Genocide happening across New Eden. To, okay. to get make sense. I guess, uh, I guess you can make a, you can make a lot of this for yourself. Blue scouting a friendly super. Then in this case, you can increase your multiplier, get a friendly super killed, and then go back to crabbing. Anyways, um, yeah, it's a. I think I do actually agree. Though uh, rolling both changes at the same time, uh, I would be a fan of rolling one or the other. Out, trying it out, see how it goes. If it's too much, tweak that, and then do the next phase. Yeah. I hope I'm hopeful that they would do it in phases like that. That was actually a it's good like point. Having, yeah, it's like having that. Like you need that standard. How are we supposed to tell if the ESS system is an issue or if it's the dam- dynamic bounty system if we roll them both out at the same time and something goes wrong? I say tweak it, but then I guess CCP's record on tweaking stuff isn't really um, that really timely. Best. So maybe if they actually like keep an eye and tweak it quickly, I'd be up for it. I still hey, am probably. But. So I think, I think their changes in the last year were all right. Beside the, maybe the resisting, I'm not sure. That um, kills us. Yeah, I know for you guys it's kind of it kind of sucks, right? Um, I I'm not sure if I understand it completely, but like if you take that change on, like I I was a fan of most of the changes they did, like I really did. So they have a good track record, track record in my book at least recently. Yeah. So I'm hoping they're getting this right and they thought this through. Um, and some number I feel like the numbers kind of seem to be working out. So if, I hope we get a lot of small-scale solo traffic. And then you yeah. know how it is. You know how it is. There's that one guy in a rattlesnake trying to solo, right? Just being a cool kid. Boom, he gets a fight. But then suddenly some other dudes show up because that ESS had a, like a, a, a good value or whatever, right? And then suddenly the fight that the rattlesnake got, then, you know, suddenly escalates into some yeah. more. You know how it goes, right? We need, we need those fight starters. And I kept saying that also when it comes to station games, which is another thing I, I talked about too, station games were a legit content creating uh, mechanic, right? People like fuck around on that station. And then that one guy has to poke his nose out, seeing what's outside. Have you seen my toy ship? Right? Have you seen my nugget farm? How awesome I am, right? And then suddenly he bums because there's a second guy. We had that a couple of times actually, right? Two dreads undocked to, to look outside and then one of them gets bumped out of dock range. <laughs> like, you know, it's a legit fight starter. We lost that with Citadels. I yeah, still campaign yeah. for getting that back, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, but that, that might be, not entirely, but might be one way to get these little fight starting engagements back to a degree we would see i think so i think you're gonna see a lot of uh stuff going on in drones yeah you know what i'm gonna do you'll see a ton of arasa arasa is gonna be uh the place the place to be they're gonna be busy busy. (laughs) i tell you what anyone who looks at arasa those guys they have always been super organized like they are gonna be good at this i'm telling you don't underestimate them Really but I bet you'll see China. You're <laughs> yeah. gonna see people, especially small game people who are often in drones, are gonna be around there. They're gonna have alts and they're gonna log in every three hours or whatever it is, and they're gonna bring people around. They're gonna time it. They're gonna try to farm it. They're gonna try to use that as their way to make ISK and fund themselves and have PvP basically. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like some people will be yeah. crafty with this and try to exploit it. 
but yeah, we'll see. So what I'm gonna do is definitely uh, take out some old school solo domies and stuff. Just have a look, right? Let's see what oh, fights yeah. we get. All right. Yeah. Where do you, where do you think you'll be? Well, I I'm just gonna filament and then. All um, right. And then look whose space it is. I think maybe we'll see you in Volta space. Maybe see you in faded deck. <laughs> you know what? If around. I end, if I end up in Volta space. You're gonna see a ping right after, like, "Hey, everyone, be ready to quick form." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna get a hundred kickies in the woman, just in case. You just know, in, just case. in case. So, like, good fights or get blocked by kickies, all right? Good fight. Okay, I'll bring a good fight. Right, we'll bring, yeah, of course, we'll bring the hurricane fleet issues. Right? We'll bring the hurricane yeah, fleet yeah, issues. Just twenty Asian spirit army, all right? Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll do that. That'll be fun. All right, right. Then I would say let's leave it at that, and. Uh, Guys, thanks again for showing up. That was good fun. And uh, thank you. I hope everyone uh, watching, listening in uh, enjoyed it. And uh, yeah. See you guys on the next one, I would say. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so Can much. I play uh, Starfleet's oh, yeah. video? Guys, yeah. uh, it, would, it would take me probably like one minute or so to figure it out. I don't want to like, you know, if you share a screen on stream, it's always a little bit like you have to be a little bit careful, you know. So give me give me one minute. Wow. I'll figure it out. Wow. And I'll play. <laughs> what the... are you doing after the show? You never know. <laughs> That's the biggest question. Like I don't want to. I don't want to. Like I don't want to mess Hando it up. Just like all right, okay, we're enough this show. Um, let's go. Especially... <laughs> let's get all right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I tried to hide it. That happened uh, to CCP, wasn't there? Was a definite. I remember there was a screenshot of some CCP dev who who posted a screenshot or something, and there's a, a URL they did not mean to uh, be up that? there. It was in plain view. Yeah, it happened that's years true, ago. I, so funny. I really Mistakes I remember happen. it. Yeah. I, that's but that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't want to yeah. be that guy, you know. <laughs> so give me a second. I'll I'll figure it out though. All right. See you guys around.